UD, this was awesome. Thank you so much for the time. Best of luck on the podcast, and hopefully we can speak again in the future here. We'd love to do it. Thank you, Owen. Um, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, guys. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica Theo and Stone on ESPN 1063. One of the memorable moments from Unsportsmanlike, 6 to 10 a.m. every single weekday here on ESPN 106.3. The great Udonis Haslam, uh, not knowing Evan's name. Not knowing Evan's name after about a nine and a half minute interview. Uh, not knowing who he's talking to, but Michelle Smallman, he knew. He definitely knew. Evan? No lies. Nothing. Had no idea. Evan Cohen? With Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, they make up on Sportsman like 6 to 10 a.m. every day here on ESPN 106.3 and Evan hanging out with us in studio. I think we shamed him, Stone, last week uh, when we had Evan on. He was here, and then he left to go to the Breakers and hung out in a, a cabana that he commandeered illegally at the Breakers. That was a week ago already? A week ago. Oh, yeah. I was at the I Breakers again yesterday all day. Man, you are living. You are really, really living. Oh, this is one thing I I cannot. I'm not. I I cannot do this. This just. I just saw this. What happened? Florida State quarterback. This according to ESPN. David Hale. Florida State quarterback Brock Glenn said the Seminoles should quote absolutely be considered national champions if they end the season as the only undefeated Power Five team. Oh in yeah. College as every football. player is leaving their their team. Yeah, you should be oh, national champs. I have been so in the corner of Florida State, fighting battles for them on a daily basis here on ESPN 106.3. Screw job. They got jobbed. It's nonsense. It's a stain on the sport. But if you're going to start going the UCF route, I can't. I can't follow that. Uh, well, they have obviously. I mean, this is listen. I, I'm I'm more laughing at them with the Tate Rodemaker and everything like that because. The reality is, if they were in the college football playoff, it's not like he'd be leaving right now. Right? Yeah, right. So we're playing results a little bit, but Florida State, like, it happened. It's over with. We're going to move on. Like, you got to deal with it. But claiming you're a national champ is just utterly ridiculous. It's not even what Florida State fans want to hear. No, I was I was going to say, I hope that the majority of them... Well, what do they want to hear, Stone? <sighs> Something in that category, but not to that extreme. No, I think, well, I think they want they want sympathy still. I I, I get it. Like they got screwed, um, but I don't think that this like they've spent the last however many years making fun of UCF. You can't then go and pull a UCF. You can't do that. Well, see, you're presenting a problem without a solution, right? Because you're saying, hey, you can't act this way. You can't be the the program and the fan base that does this, that, the other thing. So, what would you like them to do? So, if Stone is scripting how an FSU fan now weeks later. Days before the champ, the semifinals are going to be played. What would you like them to be saying? I don't know. The things that I'm seeing right now are are them upset that ESPN's not including them. That's the in problem. On field graphics. Give me the solution. There is no solution. Here's, you take a, this one on the chin. Be, okay, then that's the solution. Here's the solution for me. You give away for those that that money is no object. You give away part of your uh, annual salary. Give it to Florida State. Get the hell out of the ACC. There you go. There's your solution. Hands on. Here's another one. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on one second. So so then Ken is on to something. So basically, if you're a Florida State fan and you're complaining, you owe money to complain. You are paying per complaint. You want to put out there on Twitter (laughs) that this is a problem? It's $100 towards whatever it is to get you in a better position to succeed long term. Don't complain without putting money behind it. Yeah. 
that could be a tough philosophy if you had to apply that to yourself. I'm not though, saying everybody, but <laughs> what I'm, I, well, I understand that. I'm not saying that I would follow my own. Uh, I'm not exactly flush with cash. What I'm saying, though, no, I wasn't talking about the money. I'm talking about the amount of complaining you do in uh, life. Uh, I mean, that's you also go broke. Very but you could put a penny upon the complaints. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I, I am very sympathetic to Florida State. I understand the fans' anger, but you can't sit here and support that when you've been making fun of UCF for the last decade. Like it just it, it it does not work like that. It shouldn't work like that. Or you could do what I'm doing. Boycott the college football playoff. I'm not watching a single second, single solitary second. Florida State's not in it. That's so good I'm not job. watching. That's fine. That's fine. I'll read the box score. You're not going to watch it all no, on January 1st. No, not at all. I'm going to do other things. I already told him if he doesn't prove that to me that he didn't watch it. No, it's fine. There will be video. Okay. There will be video on social media, Instagram, at Ken Levick. It'll be right there. Instagram But how stories. are we going to actually know that you didn't watch it? You're going to be up to speed on what happens the mm-hmm. next day. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then what's the difference? So but, like, you're going to be prepped, ready to go at noon on January 2nd yeah, for your show. I'll be ready to go. Right, but that actually defeats the purpose. The real lean-in is to ignore it altogether fine. and not talk about it. I'm fine with it. I, I mean, I can't be good for your show, though. Well, I mean, we're about to... But it's on brand. We're doing a ball drop with with tinsel on a football in the the square. I know. Uh, at 155. You think that's good for the show? Yes. Probably not. No, I think that actually is good for the show. I think it would be very interesting for you to make sure on January 2nd you did the anti-college football playoff, but you have to then come up with a further bit as a result. It can't just be you not watching. You need to do like your MLB spring training preview show <laughs> and only have double A uh, middle relievers on to do a spring training preview show. I mean, something. It's a right? great idea. I'm just saying. If you're going to lean in, you got to lean in, Ken. All right, fine. Fine. You I'll can't lean- even pay attention. When everybody's blown, Ken loves to get into the Twitter debates. So when it's all going down on Twitter, you have to stay out of it oh, and yeah. then be tweeting all I'm not random getting involved. things. I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not watching. I'm now, playing Mario Kart. Now that I will hold you to. What? I don't want to no, see a just... single tweet mm. come game day. I really National don't. Championship too? You're out on? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. There, was, there was a pause on yeah, that one. There was a pause. We'll see who's in it. We'll see who's in it. Okay, if it's, who, it, who yeah. needs yeah. to be in it for you to be back in? Uh, it's got to be, let's see, what are the semifinals? He doesn't want to see Bama. It has to be Michigan. It has to be, yeah, Michigan. Because yeah, Michigan because, has no bearing right, on right, FSU. Right. Uh, Texas can't be in. So it's got to be Michigan. And Alabama can't be in. So Michigan, Washington. Michigan, Washington is where I'm back in. So they earn your fandom back. Yeah. If it's Michigan and Washington, yeah, not but is if it's any of the 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 two undeserveds as I've been calling them in the playoff, then no. Can we poll the audience at some point as to if Ken is really boycotting this Stone? I'm pretending Ken's not here because now I'm leaning towards Stone <laughs> and not looking at Ken. Uh, Can we poll the audience and find out what that January second show needs to be from noon until two? Are you off that day? No, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. I, place at home I, didn't know, I didn't know if that was like a bit because he was off. He was going to miss it anyway. No, I think smart. we have a show January 2nd. We definitely do. Yeah. And he's definitely been saying that he's boycotting the playoffs for weeks now. Yeah. Right. But is it like a battle rap where like Stone and Theo are talking about the playoff and you're doing like an, a, you know, a, a yeah. G League breakdown? Yeah, 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 yeah. There needs to be something. I don't care. I'll I want to see something. I'll I want to see heat. a real boycott. You know what? I'll you talk Yamamoto. Do? No, here's care. what you should do. You're standing with FSU, correct? Yeah. Then Mike Norvell needs to be on that day. Get get, get every FSU-related person and just book it up for FSU. We couldn't get Mike Norvell to join the show on early national signing day. Well, uh, whose fault is that? You're the one who's in charge of booking the guests. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> 
dumb move by you. You yeah. just turn just it right back. On it. So then don't get him. Get all FSU complainers. Uh. Get Canal. I'll help you get Canal. Oh. You right. have a beef with him anyway. I definitely have a beef with but him. He, but you we know have what? a common bond here. Danny Canal, Palm Beach County resident, FSU quarterback. Who, he lives down here. Who Boca. literally, yeah. I did not know that. He, no, he lives in Delray. Oh, who Delray. literally called me. And said, boy, Ken did an unbelievable job with that FAU thing. I, I told Ken that immediately. Which that, one? Oh, that. Oh, oh yeah, which yeah. one? Oh, God. <laughs> when he re-plugged uh, in the uh, Comrex at the uh, Garden, right? Man, oh, man, so oh, Canel appreciates Ken. I okay. want to put He did call me on that. That is true. Or maybe texted me, one or the other. But why not go all in okay. an FSU tribute show? Stephanie Prince, the market manager. Oh, that's a great nice. call. Dave Druda, Dave Druda is uh, a psychopath on yeah. the on the FSU yeah. bandwagon. Yeah, yeah Canal. I'm is sure he, you know how to get a hold of Anquan Bolden. Absolutely. Right, so, oh, yeah. Willie Taggart. Willie Taggart. <laughs> he would love to chat. He loves you. Taggart talking FSU yeah. here on ESPN 106.3 would be no, something. Get all FSU related people, build it up, and let's get an F. And that's the ultimate protest that you didn't watch and you're just celebrating I love FSU. It. I now, love here's it. Here's the problem with this. What happens if FSU loses to Georgia like 55-7? I, I, I was just about to say. No, but, but, because none of this is happening if they do lose by 28. But these these bowl games are all so meaningless because the transfer, transfer portal has killed bowl games. It all right, so matter. we ignore FSU-Georgia. Yeah, who cares? All right, I'm in on this. This is good for the station. It's good yeah. for your show. Let's do it. You do an FSU tribute show okay. on January 2nd. Uh, do we want to see if Jordan Travis... Can can be a part of this uh, extravaganza? As if it's your choice if he's a part of it? Do we want to see if he's available? Yeah. I want to see if he's available. <laughs> Would he be allowed? Who cares? Let's let's see. Allowed let's go through whom? back channels. What are you talking about? Just from the team. He's not the quarterback anymore. He's, he's technically not on the team anymore. Let's go through. Uh, uh, Tate Rodemaker's available, obviously. Yeah, you probably talk about that. Akeem Dent. He just declared for the draft. Let's get him. Palm Beach Central. Vendravius Jacobs, sure. Bureau Beach, yeah, who great. we'll actually see in action. Oh, why don't you play? You've got to get the all-timers. Yeah. Peter, Peter Warwick. Oh, that Warwick Dunn. Warwick Dunn. <laughs> yeah. these, no, Stone, these are gettable people. Yeah, let's get them. Let's get them. I want the FSU tribute show January 2nd here on ESPN West Palm. Deion Sanders. Deion? Yeah, he's easy Even to though get. he doesn't claim Florida State anymore, uh, let's go ahead and uh, see what we can do with him. All right, that's good. January 2nd. Florida State Tribute Show right here on the Vicar Theo and Stone. Uh, can you stick around? Yeah. Do some more stuff I with say us? I to my wife and kids, though. <laughs> They're in the hall. <laughs> let me, real quick, uh, let me tell you about Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. I'll always give a tribute to this man because he is so good at what he does. Ear issues, nose problems, throat concerns. You snore, chronic snorer, and my family, boy, do I come from a long line of snores. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, boy, do I wish he was uh, part of my, uh, my, my geographic area growing up because, man, Greg... He saw some logs. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. He's been doing it for decades, based out of Boynton Beach, ENT extraordinaire. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. That's goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Check him out. Get the consultation and help yourself. Ear ringing, congestion, throat issues, snoring. He's got you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhaber. More with Evan when we come back. We'll continue talking about the most toxic thing in sports. And I'm going through a moral conundrum. I'll explain when we come back. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? 
From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, uh, Stone, can I interest you in a pre-kickoff skirmish between Miami and Rutgers at the Pinstripe Bowl? Please do. There was a skirmish before kickoff of the Miami and Rutgers game. Pinstripe Bowl. Heat. Tension. Yankee Stadium. Uh, So, by the way, Florida Atlantic in the American Athletic Conference, the champions of the American this year, SMU, for their troubles, their championship, (laughs) sent to cold, rainy Boston to take on the seventh best team in the ACC, Boston College. 11 a.m. kick. Hey, God, it looks terrible up there. Uh, Evan Cohen, part of Unsportsmanlike. You hear him every single solitary weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN 106.3. I have a moral dilemma, something that's been eating at me since yesterday. Uh, I've been eating since yesterday. <laughs> I, wanted, I want to tell my moral dilemma in a second because I want to ask you about toxicity. We, um, we've been talking about the most toxic things in sports because – what the Broncos pulled with Russell Wilson, and fine, if they don't want him to be a part of the organization anymore, fine. If he's underperformed, objectively, he absolutely has. He probably shouldn't go into the five-year extension that they signed him to. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, this is a guy who played better this year. He was a big part of why they were thrust into contention. Sean Payton openly uh, going out him throughout the course of the year on the sideline for cameras to see. He knew what he was doing. And then after the biggest win of the year, you beat the Chiefs, and then the front office wants to sit down and they threaten you, take that injury settlement, that $37 million out of the deal, or else we're benching you the rest of the year. That's toxic NFL behavior. I hate that. For you, person, place, or thing, what's the biggest example of toxicity in sports right now, Ev? Well, if you think back to last year in the NFL, what would you say was the most toxic circus-like environment? Uh, I, I would say it occurred in the NFC North in a state that you and I both used to live in. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, what would you say is one of the most toxic environments in the NFL this year? Uh, the New York Jets. Yeah, so how is Aaron Rodgers not somebody that brings mm. toxicity or circus-like environment with him? Whether on purpose or not, it still it, comes with him. It travels with him, for yeah. sure. I mean, the biggest, the Green Bay was a complete and utter circus last year, right? The whole thing with the immunization and everything like that. And now this year, uh, I'm on the IR. I'm not on the IR. I'm going to play. I'm not going to play. I don't Give know why you guys, weeks. yeah, I know. I don't know why you guys thought I was going to play. Well, because you said you were going to play. I don't know. I didn't want my to be on the active roster. They put me on the active roster, but they're the only people I'll play for. What? So Aaron Rodgers brings a circus with him. Maybe toxic is not the perfect word, but I think it kind of is. I mean, like that's certainly up there. I also would think about like college-wise, there's so many. Oh, yeah. that are Like Bobby Petrino is back at Arkansas mm-hmm. as an offensive coordinator. He's going to be the head coach no at some point again. doubt. He is going to be the head coach, and he was unbelievably successful from a winning and losing perspective. But to say that that was a toxic environment would be an understatement. So there are people, like when you're talking about the most toxic people, places, or things in sports, there are people that are consistently that, not one-offs. The Sean Payton, I don't like what Sean Payton and the Broncos are doing either, but I think that's more of a one-off. Like if you think historically, Sean Payton has... has built a great or did build a great program in New Orleans. Russell Wilson obviously had a great situation going in Seattle. So I think that that's kind of a one-off. Now, I will say, think back, and I tweeted this out of Co Radio a couple of years, okay? Think about if every one of these parties could do a redo right now. 
The Denver Broncos wanted Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. so they hired Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers traded two years ago would have been better for Aaron Rodgers, better for the Broncos, better for the Packers, and better for Jordan Love. Jordan Love would have been a starter for two years. They would have gotten more in return for him because of the fact that he had years left on his deal versus now, a year younger, obviously. The Broncos hired the worst coach in the league in Nathaniel Hackett, but at least then there was a reason for it in Rodgers. Russell Wilson then likely would have gone to the Giants, I think. The Seahawks would have gotten Daniel Jones in return. He would have been the same as Geno Smith last right. year. Like, it's not like Geno Smith was like, Baker Mayfield's better this year than Geno Smith was last year in yeah. terms of reclamation yeah. projects, Agreed. which is Agreed. crazy to say. So, Seattle probably would have been better off because they would have had, you know, maybe even more at that point with the Giants. Now they got the fifth pick in the draft, whatever. The Jets would have started the rebuild even earlier, right? Am I missing a team? I'm trying to forget. Like, no, which I, team? I was, um, I was definitely missing Jets. a team. Your boys up in Foxborough. Uh, in- How do they have anything to do with this? They didn't have anything to do with the, the Rodgers to Denver. Chain. Hackett makes sense. Green Bay gets more in return than, the, than they did from the Jets. Love would be in the second year starting. Russ to the Giants. Seattle gets. Oh, I did miss a team. Sean Payton to the Chargers. Oh, yeah. And they, I mean, in theory, are better off than getting Staley. Correct. And the Jets. I mean, like, literally, if you could rewind the clock two years, because this whole Aaron Rodgers, to come back to your initial question of toxic, to, yeah. how do you say it? Toxicity. <laughs> right. A very hard word to say. Uh-huh. The toxicity of it, but because all of these people were in the wrong places. And I just gave you the scenario that everybody thought was going to happen two years ago that didn't happen. Everyone thought Rodgers to Denver, right? Yeah, for sure. Everyone thought Russ to the Giants. Yeah. Everyone thought Sean Payton to the Chargers. And Everyone it, thought Jordan Love would be the quarterback, which right. he is, right. but it would have been a year sooner. Right. I, I still don't understand Stone. You had a very good last segment. I'm trying to understand how the Patriots fit into this in any way, shape, or form. I'll tell you what happened. Let's hear Stone try to go back on what he just said, which has nothing to do with what Ken and I are talking about. Go ahead, Stone. Uh, so so what had happened was yeah, I had been waiting for you to come in all day long with this topic. Oh, boy. I really wanted you to address toxicity. Mm-hmm. Not an easy word. Up in Foxborough. I There's wanted you to talk that. about Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. Now, where you were going, rattling off situations, the grass is always greener in retrospect. Yeah, the Patriots did not fall into that. I get that. I did jump the gun on that. I Sorry. did want you to address <laughs> They Fox still would, To your point, they still would have finished. With all those scenarios <laughs> taking place, they still would, at this point, be bottom of You know where the they do AFC fit in East. is Bill Belichick and the rumors to L.A. at this point, right? No, they, they don't fit in at all. Because charters. if you want me to bring up the Patriots, it's real simple. If they had literally an average quarterback... They would have been eight and nine, nine and eight this year. Their defense is so good, and they are missing two of their best. They're missing arguably two of the three best defensive players in on their team. In in uh, Christian Gonzalez, a cornerback, and Matthew Juna, a linebacker. Christian Barmore, as I said, since he was a rookie, is literally the next in line. Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, and he's next. He's that good. Their defense is phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Their quarterback play is so horrific, and somehow Bailey Zappi is the guy that saves them. You can make the argument if Bailey Zappi was their quarterback the whole year, they would have been not as good as the Dolphins. I'm not saying that. And not as good as the Bills. Not saying that either. But they wouldn't have been a joke. And Belichick would easily have been back last year. Well, he made a mistake as a singular mistake in Mac Jones. So as it it stands right now, is it toxic, though? No. No, it's not, actually, because the players are playing. Bill Belichick and Bailey Zappi hugged 
after the Broncos game. They hugged. I brought that up. Who's? Yeah, we talked about that. Well, how uh, could that be toxic? Uh, Maybe because, the fact that he's breaking and that he's hugging players right. is the well, toxic. No, but the, you're assuming it's him. I would assume it's someone else. The toxicity is Mac Jones. They basically just oh, sort of the they put all the blame on on, on old Mac. I would assume. Uh, well, they should. That was Bill. No, was, it's, it's a mistake. I would point to Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick's relationship being the thing that's toxic. As really? It what have right you heard now. about it? Uh, it's not that I've heard it. <laughs> it's not a thing at all. And it, you don't want to do this with me. I, I mean, I definitely don't. It's not going to work for I de- you. I, I, I definitely don't. Ten strides for, for you, 20 years. It's not going to work. But for you to try to say things are smooth sailing answer, up there. But you're putting words in my mouth. You're taking me to a... You, you bring me on. You ask me a question that is your topic of the day. I answer it logically. And you're mad that I didn't answer it the way you wanted me to answer it. So why not? not? Just, why not just say, what do you think about the Pats? Wouldn't that have been a lot easier than whatever you're doing currently? When I jumped in and said Patriots, <laughs> it that made was no sense. my translation that, saying, hey, you want to talk about the Pats, please? Yeah. So, so what I would say is that who is the one in the Patriots organization leaking, oh, Robert Kraft might make a move. Robert Kraft considering. Uh, no one. Uh, 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 you don't think that that's coming from somewhere? If I had How to come guess, Robert Kraft isn't putting a plug on that? I think I, there is toxicity. If there. I had to guess where this is coming from, not Duke nor Hellman's, but maybe a little mail. <laughs> come on. Really? Just saying? Really? Just saying. Keep an eye. Okay. Not sold that he's going to be the head coach. Okay. Uh, I do think the Patriots Hello, come Vrabel. off. As, <laughs> I do think the Patriots come off as toxic. No, they're not. You just want them to be. You guys can't even convince yourselves. Just take here instead of saying they're toxic. How about you know what the team that you root for, the Miami Dolphins, are significantly better than the team that has been the best team for the last twenty yeah. years. That's and, it. That's and, all you need to do. And the Dolphins' vibes are immaculate compared to everybody else in the division. The Dolphins have a great way about them right now, mm-hmm. other than the. Just people ignoring the fact that their star wide receiver is just on heinous things. I can't imagine anybody wants to play for the Patriots right now. Like Good. if, if well, I'm a free agent wide receiver, yeah, you're going to take the, the top last dollar. team on my list. You're, I don't even know if you take the top dollar anymore. Good. I don't want to pay a wide receiver a lot of money. So they wouldn't want to play there in the first place. Okay, so who cares? And I think for what reasons are you worried about? on Why that list, con- I thought you rooted for the best team in the AFC. But <laughs> I do, I do. The Buffalo so Bills. Is- this guy, this guy, he's worse than you. He's worse than you. Like, on a weekly basis, he's jumping team to team. I thought you were a Dolphins fan. I made a proclamation. What do you mean jumping? I made a proclamation last week that I'm getting off of this Dolphins bandwagon, this notion that they're actual contenders. I'm hitching my wagon to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Boy. boy, I I can't follow him. There's too many things. There's, like, too many things. I don't know what's going on right now. Because he's an Aaron Rodgers fan, so he's a Jets fan. But then he was saying the Dolphins could be contenders. three teams in the AFC East? Yes, and one in the NFC, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is wild. Under In my show sheet, under Evan Cohen, 1245 in studio, I have Josh Allen. He, 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 he. I just wanted to throw it in there some way. That's where it happened. I don't see that. Uh, I see my it's version. only on mine. <laughs> I need I need uh. to get to my moral dilemma in a second. Let me tell you about oh, EDS. Oh, yeah, you still haven't gotten to I that. I still haven't gotten to that. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. Train comfort specialists. Hard to stop a train. They have been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated. They're servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. With the weather cooling off for a couple of days, this is a good time to get them out there. Check out that AC unit because it'll only be a matter of time before things get real hot again and you're having to fire off that AC unit 24 throughout the vast majority of the year. So take advantage. You don't have to take my advice, but I'm giving you advice right now. Make it EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. 
handling your plumbing and air quality needs as well. Uh, I had my daughters here yesterday, my seven-year-old and my five-year-old. They came. It was a little bit of a daddy-daughter day. I had to uh, come in, get a couple of pieces of production done, did the show, all that. And I told them, hey, after the show, after I get everything done, we're in our new studios at the Square. And there's a lot of restaurants around. There's a lot of stuff uh, around here. And so... I'll take you out to eat, all that stuff. And they're excited. All right, awesome. They tolerated stone. And so we did our thing and I got out of here. I'm not going to give the name of the restaurant because I don't want to get the server uh, in question in trouble here in case someone from said establishment is listening. So we sat down. I ordered the girls food. It was a big dish. So they shared it. I got something and then the girls wanted dessert. So I told them, all right, it's a daddy daughter day. I'll uh I'll get you guys some dessert. Did you get them a cheesecake? I uh, got them a dessert, a okay. sweet, a sweet, a, a sweet dessert. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a delectable treat, two of them, in fact. And so I get the bill, and I notice right away that it's only on the bill, the entrees, the one I got for my daughters that they shared, and the one for me. Neither dessert is on there. So I'm thinking, man, what should I do here? What should I do? There's no moral dilemma here for me. I uh, I I decided to just put the card down. Of course you did. There <laughs> yeah. was no put question in my down. mind that that was where uh-huh. this was going. I put the card down and just let it let it rip. And uh, so he picked up the card. He uh, he swiped the card. And so I was still having a moral dilemma when he put down uh, where I have to sign. And so I I still didn't point it out. But what I did do, it was like fifty eight dollars. Right. You just okay? added a little extra on top. I gave him like a $25 tip, like partially because thank you in case he was in on it. I don't know. Maybe he saw two cute little girls. He's like, Hey, you know what? There you go. There is a possibility of that. I'm glad you acknowledge that. And so I didn't think you would, but I gave him a, I mean, that's a pretty hefty, hefty tip there. That's a good tip right there. Um, but I was thinking about it this morning. I'm like, man, I still feel a little weird about it. Did I did I do the wrong thing? Should you I be did the wrong myself? thing? But you also made up for it by you actually did pay for the cheesecake. Is that, yeah, in theory. I'm sorry. I did. Whatever the dessert is. Uh, yes, uh, yes. The the delectable treat. So how much? If you had to guess, how much would the dessert be? Uh, probably twenty dollars combined. Twenty dollars combined. Things. So fifty. Yeah. So it would be seventy eight. Yeah. So let's see. Seventy. I'm. I have a calculator out. Point twenty. So fifteen plus seventy eight. So that all in should have been ninety three sixty with the tip. Okay, you paid fifty eight plus twenty five. Yeah, so you actually still shortchanged it by ten dollars. Yeah. So even if in your head you feel like you did the right thing by paying for the uh-huh. dessert, I still you sh- actually didn't pay enough. Right. But 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 he ends up getting his, or the server in question ends up getting his maybe or her money maybe because she or, she or he maybe had. You know, was confronted by their boss afterwards, saying, "Hey, wh- where, where is the cheat? We cut you two slices of of delectable treat, mm-hmm. cake, or what, whatever right. dessert treat." Yeah, and we never saw it in the bill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, um, I mean, I would. There's no question in my mind. If I look at it, I would just acknowledge it to the waiter or waitress and tell them, "Hey, you didn't charge me for this." I have to be honest. Rarely do I look at the bill. I just pay it. Now that's not good either. So I definitely do that, and my wife gets on me all the time for that. Like, why wouldn't you check out the bill? I just caught it out of the corner of my eye, and I thought because it looked short. I saw. I had two a bill seven there. times that last night, and I paid it. 
It's Ooh. probably not the right thing to Mr. do. Mr. Breakers himself. Mr. I, Breakers himself. Just fancy Palm Beach dinners, hanging out at the beach. I've decided Cohen. I'm not a Palm Beach County guy. I'm just a Palm Beach guy. You're a, that's, pa- that's a Palm Beach guy. I would like to announce myself. <laughs> Respect. I am now a Palm Beach guy. That not is, a Palm Beach County guy. Uh-huh. There's Palm a Beach. difference. There's oh, there's a difference. A difference. I, 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 I lived the, in West Palm and Boynton for 20 years. This guy. Yeah. I'm now an island guy. Uh, he's a Palm Beacher. I'm an island man. Jesus, I see man. no dilemma with what you did. Me and the island boys. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. That's a whole different type of deal. Aren't they from Palm Beach County? They're I from Broward. So. I, I think they live in Broward. I, I think, think they're they in Coral Springs. Yeah. Yep. I no, heard they on. were um, you shouldn't know that, Jets fans, Dolphins fans, Bills fans, and Bucks fans, those two. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are yeah. we missing? No, that's just you look through the glass. That's right there. There yeah. you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a dilemma at all, man. I think it's standard procedure. Standard procedure? I mean, it's, it's a situation that I pray for, personally. <laughs> you pray for that. It's a situation that I know did- Theo Dorsey would execute the same exact way. I also yeah. don't think that he would tip as much as you did. So I think you're good here. Did I, did I do the wrong thing morally by not pointing out to the server? bringing my my kids out to a meal yesterday at a restaurant here at the square did i do the wrong thing not pointing out that uh they didn't put on the two dessert items on the bill and i just went about it business as usual did i do the wrong thing was i morally incorrect 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 that's 888-760-3776 evan says Yes. Uh, No, here's what you did. I was wrong. You did the wrong thing, but you did what 99% of the people who are listening probably would do. I mean, that's the reality. If some, here's what it comes down to you get a check at a restaurant, and then they don't include everything. Mm -hmm. Do you tell the server you missed some things? And by the way, we should also hear from the, the people who actually work at restaurants. Did. What happens? Yeah. Do you get in trouble? Does that even get noticed? Does it get discovered? I mean, they have to take inventory on some food, I would think. Yeah. Now, this this venue, I mean, a, a notoriously, famously large menu. Uh, so I don't know. I, I just know. went there. I don't lunch. know. Uh-huh. They literally said to my wife and kids, uh, you'll notice on page 17. I'm like, <laughs> page 17? What is this, a Torah? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, was I morally wrong not pointing out that uh, they left desserts off of my bill and I just paid? I just paid for it. I just paid for it. And 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 uh, like Evan said, if you're in the service industry, the restaurant industry, uh, more specifically, do you get in trouble for something like that? Do they check up on you with something like that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Stone, where are we starting here? Kevin, Lake Worth. Kevin in Lake Worth on Levicka Theo and Stone featuring Evan Cohen for now. What's up, Kev? For now, what's happening to me? Hey guys, uh, yeah, hey, first off, Ev, love hearing you in the mornings. You're you're making ESPN radio a lot better over there, so I, I appreciate what you and the whole crew are doing over there. Thank you, I appreciate um, it. But secondly, uh, no, I don't, I don't find it that immoral. Uh, I working as a one of my side jobs, I work at a brewery. Uh, I have a question for you because, uh, what you did isn't bad because at least you like tipped the the, the server yeah. an extra amount than you normally would. I tried would. to take care of them. Now, I, exactly. <laughs> now I had somebody come in a, a couple weeks ago. They got a, they they do all these different uh, game nights at this one brewery, and mm-hmm. they give them like these uh, gift cards if you win. So this couple, um, they had about a ninety dollar tab with everything with food, drink, and all that. They got like seventy five dollars worth of gift cards. 
So they used all the gift cards there, but they tipped based off of the final uh, amount, which was like $15. Oh, that sucks. So they well, you can't do that. Remember, I'm an island $4. guy now. Uh, yeah. You tip on the whole thing. Yeah, a Palm Beach would never yeah, do Palm anything Beach, like that. No, we would now, not. Uh, so I would say that that's more wrong than what I did, not pointing out uh, what's missing on the bill and just paying per usual. People that use gift cards and then tip off of what the amount is post-gift card math, that actually is the cheapest of cheap. See, that's right actually, along the line with Dine to, and Dash. Ken, so, you have to add. So, so you here's the thing. Let's say, even, wait, hold on a second, Kevin. Let's say you had a fifty dollars gift card. Yeah. It's a sixty dollars meal. I think you almost have to look at the meal as seventy to eighty, and tip off of seventy to eighty, and give a higher tip. When you're using the, this, I don't know, maybe it's just me. I have a guilt in using yeah, the gift a, card. Yeah, there's a compensation dining guilt there. Absolutely. Yeah, but Kev, a- this one's on your brewery because typically on those gift cards, they say you can only use after you win them. You can't use them the same day or night that you won that oh, I prize. Know. Oh, I know. So I, uh, it, it gets even worse. So not only do they do that, they they leave or they go back to their table. Then they come back. And I thought they were like, because the wife came over, oh, I I. I I have to fix this. I have to fix this. So I thought she was going to be like, oh, okay. Uh, she's going to fix the tip. She said that she was charged one more beer than she actually was. Yeah, these people can't be let back then, into the brewery. Like they, these people, like I'm you a, need to have like the UFC. It's the worst thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, you need to have their photo at the door, and as soon as someone sees them, they get bounced out of the place. That is that is completely unacceptable. People, stop being cheap. If you're going to be that cheap, don't go out and eat. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go to to establishments. It's not worth it for you. Meanwhile, I say this is the guy who didn't point out that there were uh, two dessert items left off of my uh, bill yesterday. You know, I'm going back to Palm Beach Island tonight for dinner. <laughs> oh, boy. Pastel pants. Here I come, baby. <laughs> uh, we'll let Evan go get ready for dinner. Uh, let him get back to the island. 5.30 start time. Of, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you. We'll talk to you next Thursday. You're welcome. All right, buddy. Thanks, uh, Owen. Th- that <laughs> that Easy is there, stoned. Evan Owen Cohen.